The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the voice. This is of Search Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to talk to an SEO consultant to some of the world's most well-recognized enterprise brands. Joining us today is Nick Wilsden, who is a consultant and partner at Torque, which provides digital consultancy to enterprise clients such as the Vodafone Group, eBay, Acronis International, and the Estee Lauder companies. Yesterday, Nick and I talked about how to design an enterprise SEO stack, the difference between using point solutions and platform, and a lot of our conversation centered around how to get data all into the right place. And today we're going to talk about using data studios and some other SEO tools to support your campaigns. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, on with the show. Here's the second part of my conversation with Nick Wilsden, consultant and partner at Torque. Nick, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Yeah, thanks so much, Ben. Excited to have you back on the show. Excited to continue our conversation. We talked about some of the tools that you use to support your enterprise clients. On the platform side, you're an SEM Rush user. You're using data studios to aggregate all your data. You're getting some information from customer service tools, from in-house tools, from Google Search Console. And really the challenge, once you have your stack built, all of your data is in one place. It's about analyzing and distributing the information. So let's talk, you know, when you're working with enterprise clients, a lot of people involved, a lot of data flying around. A lot of big decisions to be made relatively quickly. Talk to me about the flow of data and how you use it to effectively manage enterprise clients. I think for me, 
data has always been invaluable, not only to show how well you're doing on the campaigns themselves and the client, but it's it's a political thing as well, isn't it? Because you're proving the value of what you're doing in that business. So having the correct measurement and in, in a way that can be accessed by the right people in the organization is that is absolutely critical. And this is why I like bring it into one central place into Data Studio, because then you can start to create bespoke dashboards that suit different purposes. And those the dashboard that you would make for the head of digital to show a campaign is very different from the dashboard that you'll create to show the value of SEO as a channel within the business. So they have different uses. All right. So talk to me about why you use why you rely on Google Data Studios. Why is that your sort of tool of record as opposed to some of the other other platforms that are out there. Yeah, Power BI. Yeah, Power BI. I'm trying to think of all the other. Um, what's the one Salesforce bot? Oh, come on. Tableau. Tableau. Yes, of course, yeah. Tableau. Yeah. So, I mean, the reason I've used Tableau before, I think it's great. The reason I don't tend to move towards that, and, and I think of it being completely honest here, we would say that Tableau and Power BI are much more mature platforms and they would work better for performance and other aspects, but they're missing something really important and that's their ease of access. So the learning curve in Data Studio is very easy. You can get proficient in Data Studio in, in a matter of you know a week. That's fine. You can go and copy someone's dashboard, which is fantastic because you can go into the community and you can find dashboards that other people have made, literally copy them in and start using them straight away. So you can learn an awful lot about Data Studio very quickly from other people. So it's that accessibility, I think, that I like about Data Studio. We don't have to worry about individual license costs. And license costs is a big problem with Tableau, as anyone knows, in, in and you've really broken it out of the data team. It's become something that's completely accessible to anyone in the organization. Uh, so I think that's really the success behind Data Studio. But there's certainly teething problems with it. I'm not blind to some of the downsides of that. So the platform has connectors. It's relatively easy to get your data in one place, which means more people can play. You mentioned that there are some inherent problems with Data Studios. Talk to me about what they are. I think anyone who used it very regularly, we understand that performance is a big issue with Data Studio. We do have some workarounds on that. You can use Data Extract Connector, which is one of the best tips that I ever got, which is to, to use that to effectively cache uh, third-party data uh, in other connectors. That's fantastically useful. But yeah, these it, it does have those kind of performance issues and the flexibility of it. We're constantly expanding what's possible with Data Studio. And I'm in different groups where we find uh, hacks or workarounds or, or other ways to use it. And you know, it's growing all the time. It's fantastic. It's developing very, very rapidly. Yeah. I think that that's the biggest takeaway is that it seems like the pace of innovation for Google Data Studios is faster. You're getting the new platforms, the newer connectors are all flocking towards this channel as opposed to the established platforms like Power BI and Tableau. One of the things that you talked about was the ease of use and how people that are not necessarily familiar with these types of BI tools tend to gravitate towards Google's Data Studio. Talk to me about onboarding people that are not familiar with Google Data Studio or, or even using these types of platforms? Yeah, I love doing that. I've worked really hard to teach everyone I work with in terms of the SEO teams, the SEO teams that I create, how to use Data Studio and how to access it. And I think people do learn it very quickly. It is very, very accessible. So I usually go through a process of, of showing them reports that I've built previously, getting them to copy them. And that really is the easiest way to get into Data Studio. Go and find some reports that you look of. There's so many online. Uh, Lee Hurst has an entire website about this. You can download some of these reports, uh, have a go with them, and then start modifying them with your data sources. And no other tool has that kind of accessibility. But I do find people pick it up very quickly. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. 
So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So you have the ability to create dashboards. You have the ability to onboard people that aren't necessarily familiar with using business intelligence tools. You have the ability to create custom dashboards, depending on who your audience is, whether you're talking to execs or operators. When you're working with enterprise clients, do you just find yourself being a dashboard monkey like creating different views for everybody in the organization. Sorry, I didn't mean to call you a monkey. No, no, it's so easy to become a dashboard monkey. If people know that you've got skills in that area and the data team is so inundated with requests. So the downside of, of making all your SEOs or becoming proficient in data studios, that you soon get asked to do a lot of dashboarding. So that does happen. But it is a really useful thing to do. And I'm very glad that I've learned it because it's, it's enabled me not as a hardcore analyst or, or a you know business intelligence or visualization specialist to be able to create data views that have really helped push the initiatives that I've been doing. And I tend to create dashboards around different POCs, proof of concepts that we're carrying out in enterprise. I think you'll understand this from working in a very large organization that SEO is tricky and it's something you can't boil the ocean. So you have to do it in a very piecemeal way and you have to prove what you're doing the whole time. So we do a proof of concept at a small scale. You then prove it through the data and the visualizations. You then get the sign off to then scale that activity up. And you follow through these kind of test and learn cycles that you can keep rolling and getting faster and faster at. In my experience, that's the best way to kind of make effective change in a large organization. So one of the big tools that at the smaller scale, I see companies working towards is by setting up essentially triggers using their data. You know, when customer A exhibits this behavior or basically we're able to create cohorts based on user behavior and then we'll set up triggers and that starts our marketing events, whether it's modifications of copy in our ads or email marketing, what have you. Are you seeing on the enterprise level a similar trend? Are people taking their data, putting it into data studios and not just looking at the reports and saying, okay, this is interesting, our campaigns are working, but actually doing marketing automation around that data. I've not seen a lot of marketing automation on Data Studio, to be honest. I think that is the 
the goal really from this is to become actionable. I've, I became a big fan about lead and lag metrics, which are a big thing I've talked about before. Uh, and the idea behind lead and lag is that we get too focused on lag metrics. So if you're on a building site and you're measuring the number of people who have had accidents, that's a lag metric. It tells you something that's kind of useful. But a lead metric, like the number of people who've gone into that building site who haven't worn hard hats, would be a far more useful metric to follow. So I tend to develop dashboards that, that have more of a focus on the lead metrics that are really going to drive the change that we want to see in the business. Uh, and then, yeah, it'd be absolutely great to be automating more of that into triggering other things. All right. Well, maybe we found the future of enterprise SEO being able to marketing automate using our data studio platforms. And Nick, any last words on you know, the usage of data studios or other platforms and the flow of data for enterprise companies? I'd say start off with data studio as it is. I think you'll very rapidly find that you need and you get more advantage from more storage. So you need to think about BigQuery. And I think this is Google's secret play, to be honest, that they know that big brands will start getting into data studio, which is effectively free. There's no enterprise version of that. But then they'll move very quickly to a cloud storage solution uh, and start bringing all their data into one place, which then becomes chargeable. But it's far cheaper than a lot of people think. Uh, you're talking, it's very easy to start doing this as a big brand. For anybody who isn't familiar, BitQuery is essentially the data warehouse for Google Cloud. You're using it as a storage platform, and then you're taking the data from your data warehouse, right? And you're using Google Cloud to manipulate that data. Exactly that, Ben. Yeah. And, and a really simple example of that is pulling all your Search Console data into BigQuery, because then there's another connector that takes that into uh, Data Studio, and you can start then to analyze that very easily within your dashboards. Okay. I think that that's good insight into maybe what the future of Google's plan is, why they're thinking so much about Data Studios and how they're planning to monetize it. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Nick Wilsden, consultant and partner at Torque Partnerships. In the third and final part of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Nick and I are going to discuss navigating company politics and other SEO traps. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to contact Nick, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Nick Wilsden, N-I-C-K-W-I-L-S-D-O-N. Or you could visit his company's website, which is Torque Partnership, T-O-R-Q-U-E, the word partnership.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. 
Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, just head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed. We're going to publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. Music.